0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: An hour. Senator Mark Johnson is gracing my studio. Thank you for coming <laughs> in, dude. Thanks. Happy
2: New Year, Dave. To Happy and New, and New Year very, to you. Very great. Congratulations for after, gosh, almost about thirty years of Rush being on Brand X over there. Yeah. Now he's here. Yes. On it the used
1: answer. to used to be that I led into Rush because I, when I first came here, I was doing middays, mm-hmm. and then turned around. And uh, now I'm, uh, you know, sitting uh, where I'm at, and uh, he's leading into my show like he did for 10 years.
2: Before you came to Little Rock, I believe, uh, our old friend, uh, Rex, uh, Neil Gladner. Neil Gladner, yeah. Hired uh, first Rex Nelson to do a show right after Rush went off called Respond to Rush. The idea people could talk about... What rush was talking about for one hour but have a better chance of getting on and and i was sort of the the temporary permanent fill-in for rex on that and and uh he would always call me the kinder gentler mark johnson which i took as a compliment at the time but but that was uh uh kind of a heyday of all that and i'm uh uh you know I, we, we all go back to that i mean rush is the man and and i'm really thrilled that he's here
1: yes very much so I'm, I'm trying to answer somebody no that's okay it's sending me i mean you
2: only got thousands a, of listeners out there waiting for this us is the here. thing
1: that happens all the time now is that you got so many different ways for people to get a hold of you call you text you right. email you i've done and, that before and i'm i'm doing that right now you were
2: trying to get an answer you talk about it on the air and i just pull out my phone and send you a text say hey dave it's this you know you if know,
1: somebody know is you know there was a there's a uh not face, yeah, a Facebook page that's about Arkansas Radio, and they were saying, hey, the reason that uh, Rush is not on KARN any longer is because they couldn't afford him and they couldn't sell him. Well, let me just say, if you couldn't sell Rush, you got a real problem. I'm just saying that. If you can't sell Rush, you got a problem, because we're already selling Rush. Right. People want to be on Rush. Right. Whatever is going on, I'm just telling you, you need to look at your sales staff. And then to say, yeah, he's now he's over at 101, but it's under a thousand watt, and not say maybe under a thousand watt, but we're as good as a 25 or probably maybe better uh, watt station because of where our antenna is sitting, because we're up on the the, the hill with all the TV stations, and we cover. All four counties, all measurable four counties, the is way this, we should. Is
2: this out Chennault ma- yeah. Mountain? Yeah,
1: Chennault Mountain out there. That's which where, is near my house. That's yeah. where we're at, which more, most radio stations would love to have their antenna right there, and that's where ours is at. We, well, I we picked you up good. in
2: western Perry County, the very farthest west end of my district, last week, or week before Christmas.
1: Yeah. And I was, uh,
2: this is the area that the cell phones don't work, yeah. but
1: I had you coming in loud and clear. You go over. You can go up to B Branch and get us clear. You get us in Greenbrier, get us in Conway. You con cover one. my district. Yeah, you, you know, I'm out there. <laughs> yeah. You can hear us. You know, it's just hilarious that people are saying, well, you can't get it. And, and and let's be honest, radio is different than it was five years ago to two years ago, in that it's not just terrestrial radio anymore. I listened you got, to you a while ago on my app. On the app. You know, you got the, the Salem app you can get, you can tune right into to 101.1 uh, on your phone. Listen on your phone. You can run it through your sound system in your car. Uh, you, you can get a Do you a, have a the Alexa ways. thing? Yeah, we the, got the, that too. Yeah. We got all of there that. There are no excuses. <laughs> you know, you can you can get us if you want to get us. It's that simple. Now, if you refuse to, and I, look, I, I really pissed somebody off on Facebook the other day because I just, I told them, if you're not willing to come into the 21st century, I can't drag you by your tongue. And they got really incensed about that. But it's the truth. Things change. You got to go right. with the tide.
2: And you don't uh, believe it. Next week it you is. will be, except for Sunday, you'll be reading the Arkansas
1: Democrat Gazette on an iPad. That's exactly right. <laughs> and this way, look, a lot of people don't don't listen to my show anymore. They watch my show mm-hmm. over on Facebook. Oh, so
2: are we, are we oh, on? Oh, yeah. There's a uh, so camera right over there. Well, see, see, it's I'm red. red. I dress for the part. You yeah. know, we <laughs> used to joke that, you know, Dude, you'd come in a a on a wife beater
1: deal. and it wouldn't bother me <laughs> at all. I'm just saying, you know, it's it, 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 the way communications is now is right. different. It's just what it is. I've been arguing for years. If I could bring Russ in here right now, he'd say, yeah, Dave's been talking about this for over a decade. I wanted to put us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was wanting to be one of the first stations to do that. And I couldn't get, uh, at that time, Cumulus to put up the money for it. And so what we did here at Salem is I, I got a couple of, of advertisers that bought the camera, bought the necessary I equipment, know it's not and not on. It's not. It was yeah. under $2,000. $2,000, you hiccup more than that at most radio stations. That's right. Just the way it I is. can
2: point to equipment in this room I know costs more than 2
1: Yes, absolutely. Ab- absolutely. Right. So anyway, well, again, I think kind of irritating. But let's get back to talking about the governor was on. I did hear him. And I, I talked to him about the whole refugee yes, thing. You can see here. You got my little and thing here. And thank you for, for asking there's the right questions. The, there's all the questions. And they came from listeners. They came from state senators, state representatives. Because I, I called a lot of people to find out what they knew about it and they were saying up first thing i heard about it dave was on facebook or right. you know or one of my constituents called me and you know it's really crazy you don't want to be called by your constituent and asked a question that you don't have an answer to about something that the government government i can is doing.
2: assure you that that is the case and and that did happen to me dave and i'm i'm not uh, and i'm not going to point fingers but uh, uh one thing you did say and i just want to if I'm going to say something controversial, maybe this will be it. Uh, uh, I respect Senator Jim Hinder and our president pro tem, but I don't work for him. It's not a hierarchy. He's not the general, and I'm not a second lieutenant. Uh, it's not responsibility to uh, communicate with him, although oftentimes he shares and asks the staff to share information with all 35 senators, and uh, and I'm going to defend my Colleagues on the other side of the aisle, we have nine Democrats in the Senate. They need to be informed, just as the twenty-six as Republicans should. should be. And uh, and, that, and that's there's it's it happens enough in other instances for me to know it would not have been a big deal. It was. Uh, it's important for someone to inform us, even if it cost us to turn to the governor's liaisons and ask many of those questions that you ask. Some of them were pretty. Uh, I hate to say benign, but they they deserve an answer. But one of my constituents was calling me, and my response to her was, you know, some people may not have been around in 1980 when Bill Clinton was dealing with yeah. refugees, and I can assure you he could give them, Governor Hutchinson or anyone else some advice on dealing with that. Now, people say, well, it was Cubans and CarTags that defeated Bill Clinton, but, but I can tell you it was arrogance that beat Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. And the Cubans and cartags were symptoms of that because he thought he could get away with that because he and I think at the time he was butting up to Jimmy Carter and uh, putting them all up in Fort Chaffee was one more favor he could do for President Carter. I think Governor Clinton was, and he probably would have been, uh, the next Attorney General in the second Carter administration. But as we all know, there was no second Carter administration. Thank God. that (laughs) fellow right there
1: that's right Uh, Ronald Reagan came along (laughs) and uh, short-circuited all his plans he went back to planting peanuts and now he's building houses he's he does a lot he does a lot of great work I I will not say I won't say things bad about Carter as a person as a politician he stank
2: well (laughs) he's not the most recent president we've had that was in over his head yeah, well, he was
1: way in over he his was, but But
2: the, the thing is that if you look at where the world is, and this refugee thing is a part of that, um, when he did not back up the Shah of Iran, it set some wheels in motion that puts us where we are now in this war on terrorism because mm-hmm. that's where it really started was, was in Iran, and, and we're still dealing with Iran. and it's. But we have some good news do you know that
1: the United States is now a net exporter of petroleum? Yeah. It hasn't been that way since like 1918. It was, well, I
2: think in the, in the early 60s or late 50s. But the very idea that we would be uh, doing, it was a, in, in 1979, we
1: never thought that would be the case. No, no. No, but that's when President Carter, uh, when he got elected, he was capping wells in the United States. That's right. Crazy stuff.
2: You're just supposed to put a sweater on and grin and bear it yeah,
1: and drive it. 55. Play Mr. Rogers. That's what you do. All right. Indeed. Hey, Jim, Jim is on the phone, wants to join oh, us for a moment. Okay. Hey, Jim, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show.
0: What's happening, Dave? You know me uh, talking about uh, your radio and all that, and people can hear you. Like, I was in Indiana last week, and uh, you were live and living, freezing all over my radio there, and uh, – uh, on iHeartRadio. Yeah. So I mean, you're on you're on the app, you're on the on you're on the listen live, you can live stream off your cha- off your uh channel. I mean if people want to find you they can find you. And I was thrilled to know that uh, Rush had come to uh uh one on one. I did not know that he was coming over here. I hadn't heard I hadn't even heard that he wasn't le- he wasn't gonna be on uh the other station.
1: Yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean it's outstanding that uh, you got the got the best teacher in front of you.
1: Yeah, I love it, <laughs> and, man. It, that's the way it uh, that's that's way it was for 10 years.
0: Yeah, it was. It, it was. What he it, was he been over there like 25 years? 30 years. 30 years. 30, that, that, he came that, in that, right
2: at the end uh, at the beginning of the uh first Bush administration. Yeah. Yeah. 89 and so
0: and now there there was a gentleman that was on the radio before you come into 101 uh and he used to do a saturday show but i don't know what's happened to him or where he's gotten off to but uh i don't guess he's on the radio anywhere who, anymore
1: who are we talking about do you remember her name
0: Ma- mark raymer
1: oh mark raymer he's uh he's not in radio any longer
0: Right. Yeah, I mean he he left the station and but you know, I I liked his gravelly voice, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I hate it for but uh yeah, I, I I like listening to what you were talking about uh with your guest there and uh, he mentioned Carter and you know what just mystifies me is how he was such a terrible president. But he was an admiral
1: in the Navy. Yeah. And I i I've no, he was not
0: just, an admiral.
2: He was in the Navy, but he just, was not an admiral.
1: Okay. Well, whatever, oh, he, whatever he was, he didn't learn anything. He worked for he an admiral. He worked for
2: Admiral Rickover. Okay. Well, wow. Well, I mean, how do
1: you not become conservative working for Admiral Rickover? Well, he was
2: part of the, and as an incident of uh, Lieutenant Junior Gray, he was part of the
1: nuclear Navy. He wow. Worked, he worked for Admiral Rickover. Jim, are you familiar with Rickover?
0: i've i've heard the name but i i, I was always back in this when he was president and all that you know it was tied out doubt that he was an admiral i did not realize that no, he but wasn't. he did
2: go to annapolis and he was in the navy he was a yeah. graduate of the naval academy and but he served right. uh uh as a young officer served under admiral rickover who's called the father of the nuclear navy and and
0: right
1: i remember a, that yeah he was a uh, Rick, over, Rick over was one of the most conservative men I ever met. <laughs> I'll be honest.
0: Well, may, well maybe he should have got him when he yeah. did that fiasco over there and, uh, trying to rescue the hostages.
1: Well, ask me sometime to repeat my story about all of that. Cause I can, I, I knew Beckwith. I knew Colonel Beckwith, the man who directed that operation. And he told me why it went wrong. And, uh, I always like to tell my Jody Powell story when they were in the war room and he told them that they were going to shoot all of the the uh, people that were guarding the hostages, and he says, you're going to kill them? That was Jody Powell saying, you're going to kill them? And Beckwith looked at him and says, what would you have me do, spank them? <laughs> what a great answer. Yeah, what a absolutely. Great answer. And by the way, Beckwith is the man who developed Delta Force, just so you'll know. And uh, just he took all the blame for that fiasco in the desert. And it, I'm just telling you, it was not his fault. It was the president of the United States. OK, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Okay. Mark Johnson's here. We'll come back and uh, and kind of I'll, I'll get control of my uh, sto- my my, my uh, information that's going on right here. We got yeah. more coming your way on the Dave Ellswick show. Got about seven minutes till we uh, give you a, a minute of news, bring you up to date. Don't forget that we've got Representative Mark Lowry at four. He'll be coming by. Uh, I'm going to make some calls uh, tomorrow morning and see if I can't get uh, the pro tem, uh, Jim Hendren on. And also, who's the who's of the head of the uh, the House now?
2: Uh, rep- representative, uh, uh, gosh, Speaker Whitaker. No, 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 no. He's the he's the Democrat. Oh yeah, okay.
1: Uh, uh, gosh, I can't Growing remember. Corey a bitch. Yeah,
2: uh, from El Dorado.
1: I don't uh, remember. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Call him.
2: But see, I, I'm a house. I'm a senator. I'm not supposed. to I have know, any, any, to any to opinion about Senate,
1: uh, about what's going on in the house. But we're going to get. I'm going to try to get again, him. And again,
2: that they have their own communication system. I can't
1: say right. they get it right or right. wrong.
2: And they, but
1: I'm just saying, everybody I've talked to. How, you know, senator or representative found out about this refugee thing either through social media or had a uh, you know a constituent call them and asked them about it, and they didn't know what was going on, and that's embarrassing for a uh, uh, you know an elected official. And, and and I kind of alluded that to the governor and he says, Well I told you know, I told the heads of the of uh, the Senate and of, of the House, which I had not heard yet, and so now I want to find out what they were told because a state another state senator was listening in and said, Dave, they were yeah, he was called but he didn't know what it was about. And I I, I got a problem with the head of Matt, the, Matthew S- Shepard is the Matthew Shepard, thank you. And
2: uh, you know, I, I'm gonna chalk it up. To, it's not Alzheimer's. It's timers. No, there you go. Sometimes he is my friend, and I have the highest amount he's of respect. He's a good guy. Yeah,
1: and uh, he's. Oh, he knows that. But it, but I, I forgot your name. Tuesday. Well, it I kept happens. telling. I got state senator. Uh, Somebody over okay. there.
2: You know, the guy from Burndale.
1: <laughs> yeah. I said that.
2: Uh, well, but but you know, again, I, I I know that the house has their way of communicating just like we have in the Senate. But I just know that and again, I'm I'm not gonna totally let the well, governor Elizabeth off the just hook.
1: Elizabeth just hit me and said Matthew the, the, Shepard.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the, the problem we have uh uh as I said, the governor's got a big staff and they can they can yeah. do, and it's not for me, I don't I mean I do care, but it's that I can be prepared when a constituent calls me, which they have, and the texts and the emails were even off the scale and I'm it made me turn the ringer off of my Facebook Messenger because it was dinging me a lot at inopportune times. I still get the messages, but my phone right. doesn't
1: start ringing. You and had a out. lot of constituents asking you questions. Yes.
2: And and they were the same kind of questions you were asking the governor, and he gave legitimate answers. But, mm-hmm. but you know, like we were talking about earlier, I'm, I worry about vetting, and I'm not saying that the president and his people wouldn't do it right. Uh, but, you know, if someone – wanted to come to the united states they'd say they were from vulcan if it helped they thought it would get them in
1: the only way and i i've been very honest and upfront about this when it comes to jesus followers when it comes to you know coptic christians and people like that that have been that there's genocide going on yes. against them i'm more than ha i wish my church would bring some refugees in number one we probably would learn something about worship you know be persecuted like they've been persecuted and they
2: have and in egypt it's it's horrible i have befriended a a coptic priest who actually lives in dallas but he sort of takes care of the limited number of coptics in in central arkansas right. and, and he's told me some horrible stories about it and people don't realize that the coptic church is the christian church of egypt just like the catholic church is the christian church of rome and, and they it's go one back of the to oldest. Saint Mark. Yes, it goes back to when Saint Mark went to Alexandria. Right. Yeah. It pre- predated Islam, mm-hmm. and uh, they've those people have have been a persecuted minority for for many years, and it's just gotten beyond just they don't get all the privileges. Now they truly are being, in many cases, killed. They're,
1: they they uh, shoot shoot up their churches, and the government looks the other way. Then so, they tear them down. Right. I mean, Islam, there's nothing they like better than to take a Christian church and make it a mosque. That's something that they strive to do over there. Hasn't happened so much here, but it has over there, and I don't think they want to try it here.
2: Well, go to Istanbul and go to Jerusalem, and
1: you'll take see a look the evidence at it. of that. Yeah, That's exactly absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We got about a minute here, Mark. <laughs> well, uh, is 2020 going to be a good year for Arkansas, do you I think? I think 2020 is going to be a
2: great year. Uh President Trump is uh, uh, going to win big in Arkansas. and uh, oh yeah I see that <laughs> yeah. and I think he will uh, I think he'll be reelected Oh, uh, i'm I have no doubt and I, I, I for two reasons one he's doing a great job you might not like everything that comes out of his mouth or his style, but well, if you look at the bottom line it's where where the country is is really on the right track, and then you compare and contrast uh the myriad of Democrat uh, uh, candidates. I saw that Mr. Castro got out of the race today. I thought, I didn't know he was oh, in. Oh, really? He got out <laughs> finally? Okay. But uh, the point is that if this is the best they can put forward, then, you know, I think it even assures
1: them. If he doesn't get above 3%, Booker will be gone after Iowa. That's my prediction. Okay, we've got to take a break. News is next. Mark Johnson's back with us in a moment. All right, 25 minutes uh, until 4.00. And uh, State Senator Mark Johnson is our guest here in the studio. Uh, If you missed the interview that I did with uh, Governor Hutchinson at 2 o'clock, we will replay that hour at 5 o'clock. So you can hear exactly what he had to say about the whole refugee deal. And that's all we talked about. And, uh, you know, because I know that's on everybody's tongue right now. And uh, I pride myself on keeping hold of uh, local issues and, and getting you answers. And the best answer I can give you is to have the governor sitting right here and saying what he thinks and why he did what he did. You may not like it, but at least you'll hear it from, as you will add, it says, the horse's mouth. And you did today. So uh, I thought he had uh, some, uh, I thought it was interesting that I, I didn't get to ask him about the uh, the executive order 13888 that uh, President Trump released dealing with the governors having a say on the relocation uh, resettlements and all of that, the refugee resettlement. And uh, I asked him before he l- walked out of the studio and didn't get to ask on the air because we ran out of time. Did he have any input with uh, President Trump dealing with that? And he said, yes, that he had talked to the president and that uh, he had told the president he thought that governors needed more say in it. And the, and then the executive order came out. So he feels that he and other governors who felt the same way had a direct impact on that executive order. And so uh, he just wanted everybody to know that it only lasts for one year, you know, if he doesn't like the way it's going, then he can get out of it. They've got uh, a, a security system set up that they'll be notified if any of these refugees have any problems with the law or anything. So um, those were questions that you asked. I asked them. He gave the answers. Uh, if you've sent me questions before uh, and you're wondering if it made the cut, and it pretty probably did because most of the questions uh, were basically the same. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear your answer at 5 o'clock, hour.
2: And they were straightforward answers. I, I uh, And, again, my only problem with this was I felt kind of blindsided.
1: That's what I said. I, I said, I've got it right on my paper. There didn't seem to be a whole lot of transparency.
2: And it was done during the Christmas holidays.
1: Yeah, it came out on that yeah. the, the it was Tuesday day it before it? Uh, Monday. Which well, was the day before before Christmas, before Christmas. No, Christmas Eve was Tuesday. Christmas right. was Wednesday. Yeah. Came out Monday. And uh, yeah, it didn't give time for people to probably even see it. You know, well, not even Christmas, know. Well, they did because they started you know, it was calling all, and Well, away. it was all over social media. I mean, it right. blew up on my social media. I've right. got uh, just about every other person's friend you who know, a story about it.
2: If these facts that the governor gave you, if we'd known those ahead of time, it would have diffused a lot of the concern. Yeah, I concern. agree. And, and, you know, a lot of my friends that contacted me and constituents, they were people that were old enough to remember 1980 and the mm-hmm. Cubans rioting at Fort Chaffee. And that was, but people that are young don't remember this. It was not like, it was a riot. I mean, it was hundreds of Cubans rioting and going through the gate. I mean, it, you it know. It was like
1: Scarface.
2: Oh, Yeah exactly yeah if you saw that movie that's kind of where they all came from but But
1: because because castro released all his prisoners he let
2: out the ones he wanted to send over here that's right it It was was an invasion yeah it's like i'm gonna send them the really baddies like the the character that al pacino played in in scarface yeah
1: say hello to my little friend
2: right the the, the criminal yeah that's
1: exactly what happened You're exactly
2: right. Anyone that's trying to, you know, Arkansas have a reason to be a little bit gun-shy. Sure.
1: Absolutely. I think think everybody has a right to be gun-shy when you see what's happened to Europe. Right. I mean, I I think we can all understand that thousands are not coming here to the state. It looks like the max is going to be 70 uh, that are coming. But, but even still, so,
2: Dave, you look at It makes people nervous. It makes you nervous. And then, as I said earlier, if people want to come over here, they'll say they're from Vulcan if it'll get them in. That's true. That's the first thing. The second thing is uh, we, we have them vetted, but we have to admit there's got to be – there's some exposure. Uh, I'm sure that the, the Saudi Air Force officer that was in Pensacola
1: – He was vetted. He, he was vetted. I can guarantee you that. And
2: here – you know, it's just something we have
1: to, He got radicalized. Right.
2: We've had the guy at Fort Hood who was an army, U S army officer Mm -hmm. who presumably vetted. And you know, he
1: went off to deep end.
2: Exactly. So we, we have to recognize that we are exposing ourselves in this. Now on the flip side of that, and you mentioned it, we have very brave people who served our country by being interpreters or other assistants uh, to our soldiers. And, and you you have our soldiers that have served in Iraq and Afghanistan. They will tell you of people that, you know, they, they love them. They, they trust them. They want them to be given every consideration. To come here. Yes, because they truly are at risk. they got a bullseye
1: life. on their back.
2: So, I mean, I certainly appreciate those people, and, and God bless them. I just do. But on the other hand, you know, it's it, we have to take care of america first we've just got to the extent we can secure things we do we're not the uh uh, we we can't take on the burden of everybody we can help a few and that's probably what this is all about but we we can't do everybody and i i appreciate these churches are stepping forward because it's it's sticking your neck out a little bit but on the other hand uh we have to be very very careful
1: the only thing that i really don't like about the whole thing is that uh And I thought there would be some kind of time frame, and to be honest, Mark, there isn't. Once they come here and they've relocated to the area they're going to be at, when they want to leave, they can leave. They go anywhere in the United States. And that makes me a little You mean kind of like the illegals do? Yeah. Makes me nervous. Yeah. Makes me nervous because who's to say that they're not an ISIS plant or something, and so they get here, and now they want to go to Dallas or Chicago or Kansas City, some a bigger city, and you know wreck some kind of havoc on it. You know that that concerns me, because I know that uh, those are our enemies, and they really do want to do and if bad things of them to are, us.
2: You've got a hundred you let in. If one of them is the the Manchurian Candidate or yeah. the deep deep what do they call them a, a deep cover agent yeah. or whatever then you have to worry about that yeah. and, and again it, it's and that's we are why exposed. i like that
1: they got this security thing going yeah. on if anything shows up of uh you know with the, uh, crossing the law or anything right. they're going to be notified about it and that's a good thing and that it's only one year i'm glad to hear that and as, as well uh,
2: well david comes back to something that I've, I've said to a lot of people about our entire immigration issue is that no one has a right to come to the United no, States except us. It's up to us say. to let us in. Let if them in. we choose to give more or less mercy to people, and, and and that's that's a decision Americans make. And I've I've had arguments with people that talk about, well, they should have a right to come here. No. I said, well, we might extend to them a privilege to come here, but there is no right.
1: They have a right to ask. They well, don't have a right to come exactly we give them the right to be able to come
2: it's it's a decision to be made by americans with first and foremost the security of the united states
1: yep and And i I, I agree with that hey before we go to break let me ask how are things going you were working on several things in the last uh uh, general assembly can we come back after the break and talk about those and sure you might even want to
2: talk about something else the governor's kind of thrown out
1: there. you want to talk about hate crime with me yes sir okay we'll do that that's all coming your way on the dave ellswick show Work back hard. with you here on the dave ellswick show and we were just talking about carlton wing
2: great guy he really Heart is working, i got to know him uh, in the last legislative super, session
1: super guy. and uh and and he doesn't pull any punches he'll answer a question i like that that's that's the way i like yeah, uh, the representatives an and senators come on he sure
2: is. as is my friend that's about to yeah be mark Lowry tonight. will
1: be here in a few moments he'll be joining us in the next next hour we're looking forward to having him on for the first time here in 2020 so you had some things that you were working on uh in the last legislative session and where are we on those
2: well most of them we're going to, have to wait till 2021 Dave, uh, well, i understand the way that. this 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 thing works uh but uh Unless the governor wants to bring them in for, wow, doesn't he wore a tie today? Look
1: yeah. Mark Lowry is here. For you watching on Facebook, the guy with the gray hair. <laughs> but he's got hair. I can't say have, that. He has <laughs> a lot
2: more hair than I do and significantly more than you, do. Yes, yeah, so you're right uh, about that. Yeah, we're, uh, we're so, having a –
1: So you tell me. You tell me where uh, – you, you had you had several things that were in well, interim committees. The biggest committees.
2: disappointment was the uh, uh, not passing the bill that would uh, – take pensions away from the crooks
1: where's that at right now uh are they still playing
2: well i'm procedurally i'm a much smarter legislator than i was in january of (laughs) of 2019 that's for sure okay but uh, hopefully we can do that and i and and i will take full blame for, for my own inexperience of not getting it passed it's a it was more complicated than i thought it would be uh the fact that anything changes anything in the retirement law has to be reviewed by actuaries even though I wouldn't think it would have anything to do with changing the actuarial status of any of the pension funds it basically just says if you're bad you're naughty you don't get your pension right and it's you you remember I used that term and you actually made a sign of it over here life is a series of incentives and disincentives that's right and we want to put up a disincentive for people to to be crooks if
1: they're in both Elected well we do that every day up? in the exactly. civilian exactly. life that's real life. you break the law you go to jail
0: that's right
1: you know and, and I, I, I there needs to be some teeth there somewhere And that was the whole idea of it. the the uh,
2: uh other thing was to the bill to protect the monuments yeah and uh and representative lowry was my co-sponsor on that in the house and we we came close but not quite and i think it was my fault that we cast the net a little broader maybe than we should and and uh, had some concerns somewhat legitimate about things unrelated to the monuments mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, you know, the, when things get confused, people shut down and and uh, but we'll we'll hopefully can have those ironed out by 2021. But uh, the thing that we mentioned we want to talk about is that uh, the governor has made some hint of interest in in bringing up a hate crime
1: legislation. Here's what bothers me about this. All right. Yeah. Number number one. One of the, the the arguments they use is, well, Arkansas is only one of four states that doesn't have hate crime legislation. So? Yeah, maybe we're smarter than, you know, the rest of it. I agree
2: 100%. And, and the thing is that there's no way you can do anything on that regard that doesn't uh, – is not a direct attack on the first amendment i agree with and, that. And you and you come down to the fact that and it, it's not pleasant to say this and i'm sometimes hesitant to say it but i'm going to say it right now hate is not unconstitutional no it's not and uh it, it's you can hate all you want to just like you can love all you want to, that's right but it's when you act on your feelings that you have to pay the consequences and that's the way it should be
1: but thought crime should not be something that we try to legislate thought
2: crimes this is going back to orwell and things you better believe it and
1: orwell is really kind of apropos now because of a lot of things that are going on in our society absolutely well i'm glad you said that that
2: we can all agree but the but the whole thing with this this hate crime it reminds me when you visit the jefferson memorial and you look around the inside of one of my favorite
1: memorials it says
2: he says i have sworn upon the altar of god eternal hostility to every form of tyranny over the mind. That's of man. right,
1: and that's true.
2: And, and you don't have to uh, – we, we punish behavior. You know, we don't try to look into some – it's too much to ask 12 jurors to look in somebody's brain. Now, I, I think specifically – specifically. see, he's already been listening to yeah, it. Yeah, he's watching it on yeah. Facebook.
1: Yeah, Turn that down. See, he's using his phone. Plus, I wanted to see you're right. My hair's gotten very gray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, ego, <Yeah>. vanity. <laughs> three but, words. And this is
0: not my good side. S- three either,
1: words. So. Just for men. Yes. <laughs> me <get> you
2: <laughs> well, th- th- back to the, this thing about, you know, the whole yeah. deal with the, with the hate crime. We, we allow juries, you know, if, if murder is murder. If you murder a, a peer, another old guy, that's bad. If you murder a child if you murder a a
1: innocent person that is you know a, a person in a nursing home it seems like the the ultimate form of hate is you kill somebody of course and you're taking everything away from them exactly and, and we, we
2: try to get in a different looking in someone's brain it it opens up possibilities for people to to use it and it's not just something like murder of uh, uh senator garner mentioned to me the other day a sto- this story i think it was in iowa where the the guy burned the the gay pride flag the yeah. rainbow flag yeah. and they added 13 years
1: yes did. as a
2: hate crime and I, i'm burned the united states flag nothing exactly right and that, that bothers me that bothers me very much because it, it it's in many senses you don't want to you want to create disincentives for hate
0: well and and, you know the truth is i'm sorry for jumping in but you you know as as long as we have elected prosecutors many Mm -hmm. of them who are democrats they're going to have their political agendas about whether they are going to go after someone who burned a rainbow flag or whether they're going to go after someone who burned the u.s flag
1: and they shouldn't go after either one or heaven uh, forbid so i don't think we need to give them that resource I agree with you. I'm hundred hundred and ten percent behind what you just said. You know, I look, I served in the military. I I whole thing was to protect the flag. Exactly. Protect and protect everybody who stands behind the flag. But if somebody wants to burn a flag, I may punch you in the face after you do it and take the And take responsibility it. And take the, and for take the consequences yes. for it, but I would never take away your ability to do it. As disgusting as I think that is. Just being honest,
2: well, if you either believe in the First Amendment or you don't yeah and and the fact is that if we were the, it it goes to the level of what we were talking about, with the Orwellian thing where uh you're looking into someone's mind mm-hmm. and i I just think that's a terribly slippery slope that we just need to avoid, and punish people for the crime, not for thoughts.
1: Okay, I got three minutes with you. Okay, all right. Or if you want to stay a little longer, you can. Sure. Since he's buttoning. Okay, on my are gonna ask since I butted is in. Is that all right, Mark, can Mark uh, stay? Well, butted in about forty-five <laughs> seconds. I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay so a little bit. So you can stay forty-five seconds into <laughs> my hour. Oh. All right. So let me <laughs> let me ask this question, and we'll start this discussion, and then we can pick it up on the other side of the news if sure. necessary. And that is, after what we have seen that has happened at the FISA courts and how they were misled, and uh, it, now the FISA courts have started speaking out a little bit about the people who misled them, but still, it worries me, and it sh- I think it should worry every American, that the government can drum up a case against you if they really want to.
2: Well, Dave, it's almost like being convicted by testimony in a grand jury, and not being able because so much of the stuff in the FISA court is is star
1: uh, chamber. Yes, it's it's right. secretive.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and and it's secretive for a very important reason. Yeah, but we certainly limit that type of thing to these very few things. You know, we have a uh, we have an Arkansan that's a uh, judge. Used Arnold to be used to be part of that. Yep. And, and of course he can't talk about it. and All that. No, but, I,
1: I've asked. But that
2: is a that's a serious <laughs> you know thing when you. You have to, uh, you know, when you talk about, our, it's a security matter. It's, it's a not just a security like, you know, letting embarrassing things out. These are like nuclear secrets type thing. This is the actual safety of the country at stake. So, um, and for someone to abuse that process, like it appears that it has been, is, is frankly, I scary. don't even
1: think it's appearance anymore. I think I we think know. I think we know that they abused it. It shows how Carter desperate Carter Page knows are. that they abused it.
2: It shows how desperate they are to get Donald Trump.
1: Think about that. I mean, Carter Page, he's just kind of a nobody. And he just happened to get into somebody's crosshairs. And they went after him. Just the way they did against uh, Libby with right. Bush.
0: It's and the same well, thing. And they went after Michael Flynn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they'll never be able to get back their their esteem their credibility everybody
1: remembers what you were charged with exactly. nobody ever remembers if you were exonerated exactly so. right and that is the god honest truth because yeah. you're only on the the front page of the newspaper one time when you're exonerated well, you know Liz- Lizzie up to Borden
2: it. was acquitted
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I didn't even know that yeah
2: I'm not sure I don't know if she did it or not but the point is she was acquitted but everyone historically has ever heard of her
1: Knows that she gave her mama and daddy how many whacks?
2: Forty, I think, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> Even got a poem about it. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, guys. We'll come back. Mark uh, Johnson, state senator, is going to stay with us. State Representative Mark Lowry is going to join us. Got a lot to talk about. You can get involved in the conversation. Eight two three zero nine six five. Dave Ellswick show, right here at one oh one point one FM. The answer is the new home of Rush Limbaugh.